Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code OLDLINE and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code OLDLINE and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Maryland only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please play responsibly. For help, visit MDGamblingHelp.org or call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM National Harbor. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place by working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Coming at you live from Aldinga Beach, it's the Chats with Cats podcast here for another episode. It's me, Rick, you, Dan, and also you, Mark. <laughs> Welcome, everybody. Hey, um, gentlemen, I have got a little bit of inspiration recently around um, my running. You know I like running and I've been doing oh, it for oh a while. Oh, do you? I've never heard about it. Haven't you? <laughs> never, never spoken you, about you it on never here. never told me about it. I feel like that's a missed opportunity. Should we speak it. about it? Mm. Yeah. Should you speak about your hat getting chewed apart by that cat? Yeah, I want to fucking kill that cat. That cat is frisky. No yeah. So no tell, way. tell us about your run. Um, oh, well, I got back into running properly. Maybe just over 12 months ago. Actually, I'm starting to get some you know, memories and stuff about when I started getting back into it. But what spurred me on last year was I started, I was doing September in September. Do you know what September is? I can work it out by the words you've said. You take heaps of steps. Yeah, I oh, fucking hell, you're smart. Yeah. So that was last year. I'm actually doing September again this year. But recently, um, I thought, challenge yourself. I'm going to do a run for charity this year. So, oh, good on you! Well done. Yeah. What's the the title, and what are you doing? And um, I've got a pretty modest um, fundraising goal. I just want to raise three hundred bucks. So, if you're listening to this and you want to donate to my run, then three hundred, you'll get that easy. Well, I got 150 odd today, so that was pretty good. Really, it's a good start. A good start, but it's um, it's a 90 kilometer challenge in September, and I thought, you know what, I'll do that in a couple of weeks. So. I'll go beyond what I would normally do. So I'm going to do 225Ks running in September. Okay. That's pretty good. Yeah. So over 50Ks a week. Mm. It's not bad. How are you going to work that? I mean, what's your average run going to be, do you reckon? Um, I'll just have to figure that out as I go because Mondays is pretty cactus because I come here to do this. Mm. Why don't you run here? I could do that actually, Mm. just not in the dark. I might get raped. Yeah. yeah, rape's you, not great. No, I haven't heard anything good about it so far. Mm. Mm. 
If you're doing over 50 a week, would you split that up into fours? No, I'd have to probably run five to six days a week. Yeah. So I'd be doing maybe a short run, medium, and then maybe some like 12, 15 Ks. What, what, actually, both of you, what's the most amount of steps you've done in a day? Uh, I reckon I've gotten close to 30 or 40,000. You, you know about my, my total? Yeah, I don't know what you did though. You were on a treadmill for like six hours or something. Mm, it was three hours, then four hours, and there was two hours as well. So, so nine hours. Nine hours in total, and it was 64,000 steps in the day. And I played two games of indoor soccer. You would have got more than that. How many kilometres no. is that? I could go back on my app and check, but I well, couldn't you have. I don't know. I started, I went to work and had a big work day, so I did about 22,000 at work. Went straight home, got changed, went played an indoor game, uh, indoor soccer game. Mm. Then just spare of luck, another team needed me, played another game. Came home and I thought, fuck, I wonder how long I can go. And as I was on the treadmill, I was drinking beers. I had nine beers, but for every beer I drank, I'd actually worked off the calories of that beer by the time I finished it. That's pretty good going. Yeah. Just uh, speed of seven, incline of one, and just kept going. It was very fun. That's but a fast I, walk, actually. But I went to um, – I was – between seven and nine, between the jog and the run, um, a walk, sorry, and I finished at about, oh, I reckon it was just before 12, like five minutes of 12, so it was good. What I reckon I'm going to need to do this though, I think I'm going to have to either stop or slow down on drinking, just like even just like weekdays drinking and stuff like that. But the reason being is normally on a Saturday I'll take, or we normally take the boys to the gym, they go in the crash. And I'll go for a run on the treadmill, then do some weights after. And normally I can smash out 14Ks on the treadmill, which is reasonable. Like treadmill running is boring as fuck. Mm. But on Saturday, I went in there and I had a couple of drinks the night before. And I was a bit, I wasn't, I wouldn't say I was hungover, but I was just a bit cloudy. I was a bit dusty. Bit dusty. Mm. Bit Dustin Martin. And I got on the treadmill and I still ran an okay run. I did 8Ks. But I was thinking to myself, I can't be dusty on any of these days. Like, if I'm going to do that amount of kilometres over the course of the month, I've got to be, like, and, ready to go. Our first run together, you were a bit dusty that day. Remember? I was, actually, that yeah. Night. And you did all right. We did a 46-minute 10-kilometre. Yeah, and it will run. fuck your motivation, too, with anything. With any sort of thing you're trying to do, drinking is bad. Very bad. So you're going to have to give it Drinking's up. Cool. fucking horrible. So when are you going to – what, what have you got? you got three weeks almost. No, two weeks. Yeah, a couple of weeks before it starts. Mm. Well, what I want you guys to do is, on the Monday, check in with me. How have you gone? How far have you gone? Oh, yeah. You know, okay. Keep, uh, we'll, um, keep me we'll motivated. We'll be on the sidelines as you're running down Seacliff, just cheering you on with pom-poms. That's good, actually. I would appreciate yeah. that. We can do that. I would appreciate that. Well, yeah. Maybe do something like that. Actually, the other day that I, I had just myself and ran at the gym on Saturday, and once I finished and got back into the crash had some other errands to run, so I put him – he was asleep in the pram. I took – just left him in the pram, walked across to Marion, and I thought, this is good. Like, he'll, he'll be asleep while we go to the shops because that kid is a fucking nightmare to tr- try and take shopping. Does he see ghosts? Uh, not yet. Or if he does, doesn't he hasn't see, told me yet. Doesn't see dead people? No. Nah. <laughs> but when he's at the shops, unless he's asleep, he doesn't want to be in the pram. He wants to be held. He's trying to jump out of your arms. Oh, it's, it's restless. It's a, it's a nightmare. So I'm walking across the intersection at Diagonal Road, Sturt Road, and he's asleep, which is all good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then all of a sudden, Wah! this 
fucking motorbike goes past us. Like a loud, loud, loud guy. Like the loudest motorbike you've ever heard. Wasn't a Harley Davidson, was it? Probably. I don't know what uh, it was. A Harley a loud, fuck off. Fucking like the, probably an illegally loud exhaust. All right, first question. Was it impressive? No. Sound? No. You didn't get impressed Went, by it? No. no. Did I, was anyone there clapping? Not that I witnessed. came by, no? Do you know, the amount of times I hear a loud motorbike, a loud car, or anything with an engine that's so loud in my ear, I get... Fucking infuriated. Yeah. I have no care for cars. I know there's car heads out there and I appreciate your love for it, but... The rev heads. It's the equivalent of me walking up to someone and just going... Aah! In their ear. It gives them no pleasure and that's what it does to me. So fucking stop with your shit and yelling in my ear with your fucking when, engines. When motorcyclists do it, it's almost as though they're waiting for a round of applause. I know. Like they want, you know, that... You know, people just feel... That's quite good. I think yeah. what they actually Wendy want is now. for me to get in my car, follow them until they stop and get out and go, you, you, I tell you what, you and that engine are, are going places, mate. That's fucking great news, that is. How did you yeah. get that? Oh. Oh. Have you guys seen the South Park episode with the Harley Davidsons? No. Oh, my God. You've got to see it. It's right up your alley. Like This exact topic. They just take the piss out of them. It's fantastic. Just oh. imagine someone cruising along, though. So for starters... It's loud for you as they drive past. It's fucking loud for them as well. Mm. So you're riding yeah. along with your ears bleeding, going, fucking Jesus. <laughs> and then expecting that there's people just like rushing to their windows going, oh, fuck, how cool's that? Mm. Which isn't happening, let me tell you. It happens 3% out of 100. No, I reckon not even one person out of 100. One out of 1,000 appreciates it. I reckon you're probably right. What do you, what's when you your... look at the general population. Oh, one in 200 are loving it. Oh, you're that short. Yeah, they're loving it. Every 200th person are like, "Woo!" <laughs> <laughs> I'm not the. I'm not that guy at all. I hate it. Oh, anyway, so I'm pushing the pram across the fucking intersection. Ren wakes up. It was a nightmare at the shops. It was, oh, so you had? It wasn't just your displeasure. It was the fact that he fucked your kid up and he's awake. Yeah. Oh, look. The fact that it was basically like him. St- taking his cock out and putting it in my ear <laughs> and just ramming my brain. So the motorcyclist didn't woke offend me too bad. Yeah. But the fact that it woke my kid up, I was like, mate, you can go and fuck yourself. Mm. Oh, wow. Because I had to walk around the Marion shops and I thought I'm going to go to the closest shop. So I went into the closest shop and Rachel was like, no, no, no. What you need to get is at the other shop. So it was a long fucking ordeal. And he just doesn't say stay still. At one point we had to buy a birthday card. And he was so restless, like he's trying to f- jump out of my arms. And I was like, right. I just put him down. And he goes up to the cards and grabs two handfuls of cards randomly and just goes, Dad! Oh, sprinkle. Can I ask you guys something? Wow. What? Yep. Who did you buy that card for? Oh, it was a two-year-old's birthday party we went to. Shout out to Lenny. Oh, because he'll really care about reading it, won't he? I fucking hate cards. I think cards are the most fucking ridiculous thing ever. I know. Just say it to the person. Here's, here's the gift that I reluctantly didn't want to exchange money with you for, but look, <laughs> I just want you to know that you really inconvenienced me by having a fucking birthday today and fucking feel good about this. That's what you should do. I hate cards. Uh, three males. Come on. You know who loves cards. Come on. What? Women love I, no. cards. Alison hates cards too. No. No. She's, she's a minority. No. Women love cards. I, I, they want words. No, the, uh, they I, want to read a nice message from their partner, boyfriend. Cards are a thing. Actually, 
I'm not saying that I'm, I, I want to get anyone a card or receive one. I'm telling you the reality of life. Cards are shit. Yeah, for you, for me and mm-hmm. Rick. No, wait, wait. Oh, I'm sorry, I'm oh. sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I actually like receiving a card. If yeah. it's got nice words in it. I was lying. I love so, it. <laughs> like, mum and dad will give me birthday cards. You and, guys are hypocrites. And there's some really, like, they write lovely stuff in it. Really proud of you, you know. It's great to see the man you've become, all this sort of stuff. And it's, like, really touching. I really like it. But giving someone a card, every time we go to a party and we have to take a card, Rachel goes, you write in the card. Is it because, I don't want to write is it because she knows you're better at it? Or yeah, but what, what's the reasoning? Well, she says I've got she just need a handwriting and she says I'm just better at nah, it. No, nah. you know what that is? That's a, I can't be fucked. I'm going to give you the praises. You've got better handwriting. You're a little bit better at like wording things. There you go. And she's sitting there rubbing her hands going, I don't have to fucking deal with this ever again. Because <laughs> you're sitting on the high horse going, <laughs> I've got better handwriting. I've always found there's a lot of relief that comes with finishing a card if you guys write it out right. So... The thought of doing it sucks, but once it's done, it's actually a huge relief. Do you know, okay, I'll agree with you on that. On the times that I have written on a card... You would be good at writing in cards. I'm amazing, but you know what I'm not good at being? Right-handed, because I'm left-handed. And what do left-handed people do? Smudge the fuck out of the ink. So I'll go the whole fucking card writing vertically so I don't touch any of my own writing. I'll get to the, like, love Dan and smear the fuck out of it. And It's true. Writing from left to right as a left-hander is a horrible experience. Yeah, you're lefty, aren't you? Yeah. yeah. See the smoke? I still can't believe you're left-handed. <laughs> I still can't believe you don't know about it. <laughs> Do you know what? How much did you spend on that card? Oh, I can't $7. remember. No, it was, a, it was oh, $9. Oh, it was a cheap one because we didn't care. <laughs> no, nah, it was a kid's card. Oh, no, five bucks. Yeah. Oh, Do you know, yeah. you know lots of cards go up to like $20, $30? Yeah, how the fuck do people justify that? I, you don't. Are they the ones where you open them and make nah. some fucking noise you know, or some shit? Okay. Do you know the last card I made was for... Excuse me oh, for that word. You made me a card once. You made me a card once. That was lovely. Yeah, I make people cards. Yeah, it had some really inappropriate shit in it, which we yeah. won't talk about here, but it was it was lovely. I made my mum a card and it was basically just printed off. I actually made it on Canva on the internet. On a, a if People will know what Canva is or they don't. It doesn't matter. I don't know what it is. But anyway, it's basically a site where you can manipulate text and pictures people. and whatever. And I made her a sports bet card. Uh, credit thing and I just sent her 50 bucks and said there's your $50 fucking credit and you can go and bet on the horses with me and we can have a bit of fun and then I've also made up a card on there and sports bet yeah you're so thoughtful yeah see I get it older people like the effort I did one for my father as well but younger people go fuck off no one wants that they want a text message and it's the same with when someone has their fucking birthday on Facebook and everyone knows about it, oh, happy birthday, John. I haven't seen you in nine years, but I'll just join in the party. <laughs> fucking hate that. I'll send someone a text and go, hey, I'm not going to let you know that Facebook reminded me, but I'll look better by sending a personal text. There you go. Yeah, I'm thinking I've started that. doing a little bit of that these days. The thing that I don't like about cards, and this is all about cards now, which I didn't think we were even going to talk about cards, <laughs> but it's you spend, like you said, increasing amounts of money on cards these days. And people read them once and go, oh, that's great. And then what? they put them in a drawer somewhere, never to be read again. Mm-hmm. So would you rather me, like you said, I was going to spend 20 bucks on a card. Here's the stupid fucking $20 I was going to spend on a card. Mm-hmm. Just put that in your pocket and I'll let you know, hey, Dan, I think you're a great person. It's really nice to see how you've grown over the last year. You're doing a good job and I think you did a great job of finding your fiancé. 
Love Rick. And you go, oh, they were nice words. Thanks, Rick. And, geez, that 20 bucks I'm going to yeah. use for something good. I, I love what you guys have said there, but you've upped the price from 7 to 20 No, but that's what it is. Now, he spent 7 You said people spend $20 no, for cards. No, $7, I said, for no. a card. Go to a news agency. So you can't, okay, you can't just say, oh, yeah, I love you, and here's $7 with a $5 note and a $2 coin. Because a card, 7 bucks. No one's spending 20 bucks on a card. They are, especially no, for not. engagements and weddings. Oh, they my are. God. No. Mate. You're 100% wrong. No. I, I looked at this. I My physical eyes saw the physical card and the physical price. Like with a rocket? <laughs> you fucking cocksucker. I'm telling you. Those fucking prices exist. Yeah, they, right. they do, but you don't ever spend them. Well, yeah, we don't, but there's fucking losers that do. So but we're what we're saying us. is some people justify spending that money mm. for cards. Yeah. I have recently been... Very, very interested in what people justify spending their money on. So uh, money and time, right? So let's take exercise. We spoke about I'm going to do some runs. Lots of people, the common message out there in the public is 30 minutes of exercise a day. Okay? Mm-hmm. How, how, what percentage of the population does that? Let's say 30? 30%. 35, maybe 40. Oh, I would say so lower than it. that. All right, let's run with 30, right? So 30% of human beings in today's society can justify, I'm going to make 30 minutes in my day, which is not a lot of time, mm-hmm. which you can do it in your, your lunch break or whatever, to go and go for a walk, go for a jog, go for a run, push some weights, do some yoga, whatever it is, right? Swim, cool. Sorry, I don't have time for that. But at the end of the day, I'll sit down and watch five episodes of a fucking TV show that are an hour long. And then go to sleep late. That's me. Well, how the hell do you justify the difference in that time? Well, the thing do is, do some exercise. The thing one, is, for one's me, easier I do, than the other. I do do exercise. I'll get on my bike and do a whole lap of Aldinger, and then I'll come home and go, "Thank fuck, that's done." And then I'll watch seven hours of TV. Okay, so you are still doing that though. But there's lots of people that go, "Oh, thirty minutes to exercise? Nah, I don't want to do that." But there's three episodes of Breaking Bad that I haven't caught up on. Yeah, yet. yeah, I, right? I get what you're saying. Yeah, well, money people justify. Oh, I really want to get fit, but oh, that gym membership well, that was twenty bucks a week, and then oh, they did recommend that I get a personal trainer. That's another seventy bucks a week. Nah, look, it's just too much money. So what are you doing in the weekend? Oh, I'm going to go out to this nightclub and I'm going to go and spend three hundred dollars on booze and get a bag of cocaine for four hundred bucks. Like, go and get fucked. Yeah. When did all of this Very shit become more important than your health? Mm. It's because you know what. I'll tell you why. Because going and getting a personal trainer and doing that 30-minute run on the treadmill is boring. One, getting cocaine yeah. and going out to a nightclub is very exciting. Yeah, one's uncomfortable and one's very yeah. fun. One's very <laughs> effortless. But then the one that is fun ends up being uncomfortable long-term. Mm. That's right. Yeah, great point. That's right. Well done, Mark. That's a rocket call, that is. Uh, but I don't know. My point around this is invest in yourself. You, there has to be an investment in yourself at some point. But people justify things so strangely these days. It's like like the fast food thing we were talking about the other day. Oh, I don't want to spend $5 on a lettuce, but I'll spend $5 on a burger. Mm. Okay, well, if you really wanted to quantify it out and amortise it across the amount of meals you could make, the $5 on a lettuce actually goes further than your fucking burger. It does, but my argument I didn't make the other day about that was it's you spend $5 on a lettuce, then you're going to spend fucking $9 a kilo on capskin, then you're going to buy five fucking 90 
$5.90 worth of tomatoes to make a salad. It turns out to be so expensive. And if you don't want four salads in a row, four nights in a row, then you waste the money. That's why I was saying that maybe junk food is better. Mm. But anyway, well... It's not. Well, it's not. Definitely not better. It's not. You just got to eat salad a lot more. That's it goes out of date very quickly too. Yeah. And like most of the time you buy shit. Whose side are you guys on? <laughs> um, I'm in the middle. Like I... T- I, I when it comes to movement and whatever, like gyms and working out, you've got to find things that aren't boring. Like you said, the treadmill shit, but you love running, right? You go running out in the street and you find that better. I don't like running because I find it boring and I find it uncomfortable, but I can play a game I'll of... I'll challenge you to this. I can play a game when, of... What? When's the last time you run with someone? You and Mount Lofty, actually. Okay, so nine years ago, yeah. you ran with me... Up the fucking most gnarly mountain in Adelaide. Yeah. When were you ever going to enjoy that? I guarantee you would have had lower back pain that day. Yeah, I think I busted my knee, didn't you I? You vomited like, halfway up and, yeah, busted your knee on the way down. Mm. It was a good day. So, like, you're going from, oh, I haven't done any exercise for a while. Yeah, okay, let's go and do the hardest thing I can possibly do. Like, just don't be so dumb about it. No, no, no. I'm, what I'm saying is, like, I find things that I enjoy because I don't even have to think about exercising, like playing soccer, but like if, riding my bike. If we went for a run in a nice little scenic location around the city, you might have enjoyed it and you might still be doing it to this day. Running with maybe. someone is a lot more fun than running by yourself. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, I don't know, but you're Definitely. also... You're, okay, here's the problem with running with Rick, right? Rick is competitive man, so don't shake your fucking head, you no. loser. Okay, here's what happens. I'm a novice... Rick, um, take it easy. Let's just go slow. He's 45 metres ahead of me. I'm like, just run with me. I'll, I'll meet you up there. That's what you do, right? So that even if we did do that, you'd be four laps ahead of me. I'd be little poor man with a broken knee on the corner begging for money for a taxi home. Right. Remember that time? Actually, I ran with you from Victor Harbour to Granite Island, busted my knee again, and you ran off with your friend. You remember that? I was that with Mike, the yeah, old man. Old man. <laughs> I didn't he know you busted your name. And you know what? You're I thought too far behind me. Yeah, exactly. And you know what I did? I went, I'm not a quitter. I'm going to run. I hobbled another nine kilometres all the way, or whatever the fuck it was. That's exaggerated. What was it? Four Ks? Ten all, Ks altogether. All the way to this fucking island by myself, across the causeway, all the way back. And then all of a sudden, you guys rocked up in a car like heroes to pick up the hobbling fucking wounded. And you wonder why I don't want to run with you. Bad friend. Things have changed. If you ran with me now, I would make sure you took it slow. Mate, that's two strikes. I don't go for three. I'll run with Mark instead. I ran with him first time and he got a second best PB. Yeah, well, maybe you're better than I am. But I'm telling you. At running. By, like, by, by I the pushed time, him. By the time well. you run with him four times, you'll be raped in, in the gutter. That something bad will happen. Raped in the gutter, okay. <laughs> Just look forward to that because it's it's going to come. All right. You should just try running again, though. It's the best. I love running. What I don't love, though, is lockdown. And do you know the interesting thing about your mobile phones these days? It tells you how much time you've spent screen time for the week. Mm-hmm. It's pretty scary. If you look at yours, I don't know what your average is. or, or I yours. actually turned it off. Oh, is that how scary it was? No, nah, just when the feature came, I was like, this is inappropriate for me to know about. So, yeah. So, I don't know. It'd be up there because I have to fucking post so much shit about this thing all the time. <laughs> Don't blame us. What about yours, Mark? Do you notice it? Yeah, I do. What's the number? Give us your number. Four, maybe? About four, I think four you're, and a half. I think you're under-exaggerating it. I know a guy that was up around eight, nine. Oh. A day? Yeah. That's a full-time job. 
it was his it is his job. Oh, well, to that's be on the phone. To, yeah, like social media, yep. but obviously social media with a phone addiction. Wow. It's eight to nine hours. Mm. So So what my question is, what would that guy do if we got locked down in the nineties? Oh man. You'd like to think he would have some VHS tapes with some high quality Hang models. on, hang on. If you go back to the nineties, there's no there's no mobile phones, no tablets, probably no computers, really. Like people didn't have computers then. Early nineties. Yeah, probably not. Uh no internet. You'd have radio and maybe three or four stations on TV. V VCR player, uh, cassettes, and hopefully you've got some good movies at hand. And That's jigsaw puzzles. About vinyl. Vinyl's yeah. all right. That's all that oh, I would... Okay, yeah. but it's not like today. You can't just get on Spotify and go, oh, you know what, I'm fucking sick of this band. I might just see what's trending. You can't do that with vinyl back in the 90s. It's just like, oh, here comes fucking Lightning Jack by John Farnham again. <laughs> <laughs> there's no there's no escape. Lightning Jack. Whispering Jack. <laughs> yeah, it was Whispering Jack. Oh, there you go. But, yeah, how bored? Well... I don't think it would have been boring because do you know what I remember of the 90s? Me and my siblings used to make up fucking weird and wonderful games all the time. We yeah. used to have this game where you'd write all this weird shit in a, on paper and then put it in a bucket. Like I can't even remember what it was. You'd pick them out. It was the funnest game ever. That sounds shit, but I think you need to elaborate on it. I can't remember what it was exactly, but I remember sitting around the table when I was younger and we'd put all of this stuff in a – write all this stuff on things – Put them in a thing, pick them out, and for some reason it was fun. <laughs> Sounds like the worst fucking game ever. Yes, but best. I'm sure I'm sure it was. Like I'm sure if you actually Do you know what I had? Well you had a gum tree in the backyard. We had a rope strung up to a tree, like fucking meters and meters high, and had a plank tied to the rope. And I used to tree surf. I'd get up in the tree, hang onto the rope, put my feet on the thing and just like surf around in the air. <laughs> it was unreal. Unreal. I didn't need a fucking tablet. I didn't <laughs> no. need to check my Facebook Actually, five know, times a day. Do you day. know what? If I had that in my backyard right now, I'd fucking be doing that. It to was so sick. It was so <laughs> sick. And I used to like, I'd get on it and I'd just go that way and I'd come back and I'd do these so little grinds. Why didn't you get into the Olympics? Why didn't you do something with that talent? You've been doing that forever. I probably should have actually. Did you guys have a trampoline? Oh, shit, yeah. I had one. That was so good. Oh, shit, yeah. Could you do anything good apart from that, that jump that everyone does and then they land on their ass? One story I had when I was a kid, this is going to be a bad one, I ripped my tongue in half from the spring on the trampoline. So went down, it got caught in, ripped literally my tongue. Holy almost shit. Out, yeah. And I had to go get it stitched up, and I remember... <laughs> Who the fuck has fun with their tongue hanging out? Yeah, and I remember... <laughs> I got, coming down. I got, a, um, I got a Batman watch, sort of like as a get better, get well soon. So, yeah. <laughs> Actually, what about... Do you remember yeah. Tarzos? Yeah. yeah. Tarzos, that's how you had fun in the 90s. Dragon Ball Z discs. What, eating Pokemon fucking cars? fatty packets of chips to get a fucking reward in the middle of them? You didn't even you didn't even want the chips sometimes. You're just like, I, I want the yeah, tarzos. What tarzos am I getting? Throw well, the chips out. Yeah. When, when I was a kid, Dad still owned the servo at that time and all the out-of-date chips, I got all the free tarzos out of it. it was I had a whole fucking kit, had the folder, had everything. And I, and Mum fucking threw it in the bin. You know how much that'd be worth now? $9.80. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Nice. It's amazing what you can lose in five seconds. Yeah. I can't believe you ripped your tongue off. You know... No, not off, just half. In half. Yeah. That's still weird. Trampolines these days are so soft though, right? Mm. I've got a trampoline, wicked trampoline, got for the boys. Is this five seconds of trampoline? No, but it's like all netted up. You can't fall out of it anymore. Mm. It's like, come on. 
Mm. Let, it, let the kids fall out a couple of times. I said we yeah. should talk about that. We should talk about how easy kids have it. They're bubble wrapped. All right, five seconds. Tell Am me. Am I going first? <clears throat> well, if you want. Yeah, okay. I'll, I'll go first. Name three Kevin Spacey movies. American Beauty, uh, The Usual Suspects, and Seven. Love it. Well done. I'm glad I didn't get that. Yeah, I know. You'd be very bad. You ready? Name three reasons to pull down your pants. Uh, to do a wee, to get an enema, and to be searched. Yeah, I don't mind that. Cavity search. Very yeah, clever. All right. All right. Mark, name three fast food restaurants overseas. KFC, Burger King, and Taco Bell. Oh, well Taco done. Bell, I Taco love Bell. that. I had Taco Bell on my <laughs> Me brain. Me too. Well done. <laughs> love that. Good All stuff. right, Taco Bell, overrated. Went there in America, overrated. What, wow. just shit? No, no, like... Good, but not great. Like six out of ten. Mm. That's low. Uh, Rick, name three words to describe poo. Uh, cack, turd, nard. Nard, nard. Yeah, he dropped a nard. I haven't heard nard. Have you heard nard? Well, it's not a... Oh, mate, you're the judge. We all know He's what you're... He's not backing me up now because the rocket ship. Mm. Nard is a... No, I've never heard Nard. I'm not giving it. No, no, no. you can fuck off. Nah. I'm giving myself that. Yeah. Point. Oi, I'm not saying you're wrong. I'm just saying if that is a thing, maybe he should have done his research or he should know already. Mate, I used that to you this could, day. You could Google Dro- it. Okay, I tell you what. What'd you do? Did Guys, you do a wee or did you do a poo? Just dropped a Nard. The viewers need to know that whatever answers come from your mouths need to go through this Google search, not the real Google search. If I don't know it, then starting you know, to make sense. Boring. <laughs> Move on. Okay, I got one more, and then you've got so one. Do I. Yeah. <laughs> okay, ready? Name yeah. three completely useless things you have in your house. Oh God, uh, yeah, just I've drawn mental blank. Fuck, <clears throat> right, can you give me some? What's some things that you'd have in your house? I don't know, like a empty Pez dispenser, maybe a broken vacuum cleaner, uh, a mug that has no handle. So I could have just said broken, like everything. <laughs> Yeah, but you just weren't that creative. So yeah. Moving on. No okay. rockets here. Okay, Rick, name three toppings you think shouldn't go on pizza. Um, mango, anchovies, and shallots. Uh, he ran out of time. I love it. I, I would have given it to you, but yeah, out of time. Well done. I love anchovies. I don't. I actually love them at all. I, uh, I really like I feel them. like they really fuck up the pizza. Salty, like olives, anchovies. Where would we be if we didn't get ingredients from overseas? Like, we've got such more broad horizons now because of overseas travel. We'd just be having barbecues all the time. And just pies. be barbecues. And Meat pies. And three veg, lamb chops. Hmm. So, South Australian government recently, actually, as of today, has opened up the COVID vaccine to anyone over the age of 16 years old. Oh, Have you yeah. booked in? No, but I will, actually. Have you booked in? No. Oh, but you didn't say you will. Uh, I might. <laughs> oh, I'm going to do it. I don't, don't be a fucking loser. Just hurry. Don't look at me and say that. No, He's no, the one who's I'm, not fucking going to book I'm just in. saying to anyone, don't be a fucking loser. I've already got my booking. Yeah, good. I'm going straight in. I don't – give me AstraZeneca. What's it called? AstraZeneca. Astra, fuck my ass. I don't care. Just put it in me. <laughs> I don't care. The quicker, the quicker everyone is fucked up and we're all going to die or we're all going to survive, the better. Because in this lingo of fucking, oh, I'm going to wait or oh, can't get it yet. It's bullshit when no one's going anywhere. So either all of us die quickly or all of us move on. And guess what? No one's fucking dying. All right, Dan, I'm sold. I'm getting one. Yeah, good. All right. <laughs> he okay. wants to see Astra put Mark, it in my bum. 
Monday, 10 a.m. I'm going in straight after you, mate. Good. I can't believe you're not going to get it. I didn't say that I wasn't going to get it. It seems like that's what you were saying, frankly. Nah, I'm going to get it. Anyone listening, get it. 100% get it. You're fucking wasting your own time. Honestly, you are, if you don't. I, I don't know how close I am to international travel myself because it's difficult with kids, but I miss it. I miss yeah. it. Not, not even the fact that <clears throat> I've been overseas. Like We've been to New Zealand. You've done recently. a lot of travel? Done a lot of travel, but it's yeah. just the idea that I'm not able to do it. Mate, yeah. try having... Take it off me. 700,000 frequent flyer Qantas points ready to do free business travel around the world. That's what me and Alison have right now, and we can't use them. Wow. Okay. But, That's fucking depressing. But the Must time nice. will come when you can use it. No, well, um, if you fucking get your vaccination, poss- possibly, yeah. We all, you know, team up together as a country and get it done. What's your, Rick, what's your favourite holiday destination? Um, my favourite, so I really love a few places. I can't narrow it down to one. I loved Canada. So, yeah. Ooh, I want to go. Yeah. I haven't been there. Um, through the ski fields, absolutely yeah. brilliant, picturesque, out of a picture book, best snowboarding in the world. Um, we went to Tahiti for our honeymoon. Actually, four years ago, we were on, we were on honeymoon in Tahiti. At this time? Tahiti. Yeah, you were this time, wasn't it? Yeah. Sounds good. Tahiti sounds like somewhere that I'd want to go. Yeah. It's so, just the name, nothing else. Yeah. Well, the mainland Tahiti is Tahiti. shit and all fucked. But the, the yeah. islands, like we went to Moria and had the overwater bungalow, fucking brilliant. Amazing. Yeah. Really amazing. Yep. Have you guys been to London? Well, the third one I was going to say is yeah. Europe, just for all the history and yeah. That's where, I'm, that's where my trip is based on. I basically. went on the, the Vatican tour in Italy. Amazing. Absolutely amazing. Where, um, what's it called uh, on the ceiling? You've got all the, the famous paintings. Michelangelo. What, what's that? David. What's the what's the room called though? The uh, Sistine Chapel. Yeah, yeah, right. So when I was there a few years ago, we went in and we were under strict instructions: absolutely no phones, no cameras, and me being me, because I've been told no, you can't do it. Um, my current girlfriend at the time, Alana, when we were in there, I had the phone out and I held it upwards. So in the background, we had like the paintings. It had the flash on, and I didn't know it had the flash on. Oh, you It's idiot. flashed. I've freaked out. Someone's come over, but they, they didn't know where it came from, so they're looking around, and I've put it in my pocket, and we're just like, you know, pretending it wasn't it. us. Yeah, it got away with it. The photo was hilarious. It was of us, and it's of me, like, looking like <laughs> this. <laughs> like, Light oh, eyes. my God. But the thing that I wanted to mention to you guys about, I set a world record on a plane flight – from Adelaide to London in 2016. Now, this is a record that I'm fairly confident will never get beaten. I flew from Adelaide to Sydney to Dubai to London and then flew all the way back on the same flights and not at one point did I get up out of my seat in the plane to take a piss. What about in the terminals? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So when we go to the airport, obviously I'm going to get off the flight, take a piss. Not one moment did I get up to take a piss on the plane and I worked out it was about 38 hours worth of flying. 
Wow. Not one piss. Did you, Ham, were you drinking alcohol on the international flight? I, I think I had a couple, but not going heavy. But, you know, you're having your liquids, your water, your lemonades, whatever. You're having, you know, your foods. Hang on. Were you, not one piss. Did you ever feel like needing Richie, the okay, so raw stampede, I do stampede with Richie, has a bladder about the size of a fucking walnut. I reckon he had about 15 pisses. <laughs> and I had none. And the reason we're talking about all this travel, I wanted to boast about this. If anyone is listening out there that has had a similar experience, achievement, to not taking a piss all that way, I want to hear about it because I think I'm holding a world record here. I was going to say, you've self-proclaimed a world record. Yeah. yeah. Well, like, hang on. It's not spinning a coin for 20 seconds. Yeah. Gu- oh, wait, and, Guinness and, World Records was at the yeah. other end going, did he, did he do it? Did yeah, he yeah. Piss? And as I'm as we're you know landing in London or Dubai, like I'm dead set like needing the piss. This isn't like oh this is easy. I was fucking holding on for dear life. As soon as we got off the plane, like huge piss. But at not one point on any time on that flight from Adelaide to London, the other side of the world, did I? I think you've got need- altitude pissness. Yeah. But you can't piss Something in the air. Something like that. Mm. I think he's one of those weirdos that thinks he's going to get sucked out the hole. <laughs> oh, when he flushes the toilet. <laughs> I'm not going in there. So are you guys impressed? Oh, yeah. like, I can see it in Dan's eyes. Look, to be honest, I'll probably shake your hand after the podcast. <laughs> yeah. But that's it. Thanks. All right, cheers. All right, well. Who could it be now, mate? We don't have uh, Mark left his special game at home this week, so... I've had to come up with something quick. How good was that one last week? I didn't week? mind it, actually. I thought it was pretty good. It's a lot better than how it usually goes. All right. Guys, first one to answer wins. I was born October 31st, 1963. I grew up in San Francisco. I graduated from Terra Nova High School in 1982 and then attended the San Francisco State University. I started stand-up comedy while still in high school. After I was in high school... I uh, played in the Bay Area nightclubs and was a regular guest on local radio programs. Will Ferrell. Oh, no. Adam in, Sandler. In not- <laughs> <laughs> Fucking hell. I reckon we say that every week. You will. In 1988, I won an appearance on HBO's Saturday Night Live. I'm still saying Will Ferrell. Nah. After Saturday Night Live, I starred in such movies as, and I'm just going to name some movies here until someone gets it, Surf Ninjas, Judge Dredd, Beverly Hillbillies, Home Alone 2, Rob Schneider. Macaulay That's the Cut. one. Oh. Well done. I was about Did to you say- read that off the thing? No. Oh, I don't believe you. You're a cheater. What do you mean? I can't. I don't know. How'd uh, you get that? All right, all right, all right. Let's Saturday Night Live. All right, all right. Oh, no, 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 be- no, no. You said Dan said Home Alone 2 and you said Rob Schneider. Yeah. So what role does Rob Schneider have in Home Alone 2? He's the guy that does the other fuzzy, fuzzy guy here. Go on. Yeah, do you, I think he's. Well, I, think I don't he's, know it specifically. No, no. no, so like in the film, what's Rob Schneider's role? Because when he yeah, said Home Alone 2, no, he's you're one like, of the villains, isn't he? Villains? Yeah. No, he's not no. a villain. What is he? He works at the hotel. I think he's been caught out reading. You're a liar. No, he's Home Alone 2. You're right, but like. Who's the villain then? <laughs> he's got the fuzzy hair, the curly hair, the same. Yeah, it's Marv. Marv who? Well, I don't know. I don't know um, the actor's no, name, no. but that's besides the point. Marv's a wet bandit. Well, that's he, who I'm picturing. Nah, he's the clerk in the toy <laughs> store. I reckon. I reckon he's. Have cheap. we got here? I don't know. We should, we need a third umpire here. We need it. We <laughs> oh my god! Hey. I cheated once and I admitted it straight away. All right. Yeah. All right. You know what? Yeah. Let's just audience members. So the age. The curly hair. I'm. I swear he's the guy that's the. Villain. No, it's just when he said Home Alone two, you knew it. So I just assumed you would know what role we had in the film. But I'm giving you the benefit of the doubt. Jesus Christ! All right, 
There's a you know fight what? about to break There's out. There's two people in the, this world, the person who trusts mm. wholeheartedly and the person who obviously doesn't. I and used you to, are the second person. No, wrong. There's also two uh, other people in I'm, the world. I'm a trustworthy guy. There's the person who, you know, drives 10Ks after they've just filled up their petrol tank and the person who leaves it until they're literally like got one foot out the door pushing themselves into the server. Oh, I'd never do that. I cannot do that, ever. What ever. are you, Mark? Well, remember that story I had about being called the gas man? I ran out <laughs> Your of gas. first job. I'm, I'm obviously the guy that leaves it to the last minute. But does it depend on the car you're driving? So, like, if there's a car that's accurately telling you how much you have left, you're more likely to want to nah, run the risk? No, no, there's the, Every car, yeah. as soon as it hits empty, it's got between 40 to 80 Ks until yeah. it conks out. But yeah. I... I reckon as soon as you get like halfway between the last tick and the empty tick, that's where you've got to start actually yeah. forward thinking and filling up. Okay, when I get the the um, petrol symbol, I'll do another ten to fifteen. That's but not too bad. That's not bad. You normally get at least fifty, but it's it's right there on empty. Yeah. It's it's resting there for at least twenty minutes. Have you have you driving. pushed it to see when it will conk out? Uh, okay, in my lifetime, um, driving a Ford, I've run out of petrol twice. So, you don't drive a Ford now? No, when I used to own a Ford, that's when I ran out of petrol. Oh. So, um, so the Nissan better on fuel or you're just better equipped now? Nah, Nissan better on fuel. I feel like that car yeah. was your sole car. Like you I, knew it inside and out and it knew yeah, you. Yeah, it did. And remember what I was saying, like when I was driving the Ford and it ran on petrol, mm. when it said that it was, it was on zero range, that meant um, driving a petrol car, you maybe had another 40 or 50. When the same thing happened with this other Ford that ran on gas... It got it's to like zero and then no it just went. Left. It just went. So that's why I stuffed it up. Yeah. But yeah, the Ford was fantastic on petrol. So have you ever flirted with an empty petrol tank? Oh, uh, when I was younger, definitely. Um, but not for a long, long time. I know guys that literally, I reckon I hopped in their car when I was like between 18 and 25 and they'd never be above empty. It'd be below. Always, the light was always on. I'm surprised the light didn't burn out. It's just so they could say to you, oh, got some petrol money for, for this oh, drive that we're going on. Do you remember Fuck. that? You were going to drive us it, anyway. Yeah. It's like, hang on, do you want to come to this party with me? Yeah, okay, no worries. Oh, just give me $10 yeah. petrol money. And it's like, oh, uh, fuck, no. we're going four minutes down the road. Yeah, but, you know, like I'm going to drive you back and you don't realise like the wind's coming this way as so the car's got more drag. And, I've oh. got a question for you too. If you borrow a car or any situation where, you know, you're driving someone else's car, do you think you are obliged to fill up the tank before returning the car? Yep. If you borrow someone's car, yeah. it has to be filled to the point of when you got in it or higher. I think higher is a thank you and yep. they should know, but it's upsetting if they don't know. If you've just done it and they're like, oh, shit, I didn't realise I filled my car up, that's a bit disappointing. You, but- want to, you want to hear a disgusting story that you just reminded me of? This is so bad, but I need to tell you guys. So this is someone in my extended family and when I heard this, I couldn't believe it. Um, they went on a holiday and on this holiday it was them, you know, husband, wife and a couple of other people. Um, one of the people that, well, they own the car, she was that tight with money, she determined how much people owed by how much they weighed. Wow. Now, I'm, Fucking God. I'm kidding you not. The person that weighed more would contribute more to the petrol because they weighed down the car. I know this sounds like I'm making it up. This is genuine. And this is the same person and I'm fucking praying to God, boys, that they don't listen to this podcast or none of my family members that will tell them because they'll know who they are. 
this person also um, never bought the paper and would borrow the paper off the next door neighbour after I'd read it and it would cost, you know, like five, ten That's cents. That's effort. That's a life full of effort, yeah. that is. Wow. Family of Catholics. <laughs> Saving money. Oh, man. Yeah, brilliant. I couldn't believe it. That's a cr- yeah. Up. You, well, I thought I me, was a bit of a tight ass. Oh, like, right. This is unreal. You're, put, you're getting in the car, eh? All right, just jump on the scales. I need to figure out how much you owe me. I'll be like, uh, I'm going to punch you in the fucking mm. face. Mate, that's literally what was happening. Oh, my God. Yeah. I, I'd be too – if I, that's the way I felt. I'd feel too embarrassed to even lend someone my car. That's what it I wouldn't was, be yeah. worth that argument or that conversation. But yeah. Actually, that does remind me that – Week that I brought you here, you owe me $6.50. Yeah, no, no, I'll, I'll transfer it. Cool. Sorry, Sorry about that. All right, no. well, on that note, I think we're going home. Yeah. It's yeah. been a good good episode, guys. I like that one. Yeah, had fun. Thank you. Well, uh, you know where you can chat just, uh, not chat just, <laughs> you can catch us. You can chat us. You can chat us on the Chats with Chats with Contrast. Catch us on Instagram, YouTube, TikTok, Facebook, The Talk, sorry. The Talk, yeah. Uh, all the others. Sweet as. Spotify. Uh, yeah. I can't. I, I, I'm forgetting. Spotify, nah. I'll if you're going to follow one, it's Spotify. 50, I mean, fuck yeah. me. Done. All right. See you guys. Good luck with the running. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code OLDLINE and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code OLDLINE and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Maryland only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please play responsibly. For help, visit mdgamblinghelp.org or call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM National Harbor. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com purpose. Parker, engineering your success.